there, and welcome to The Real You Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and with me as always is Ted Karam. Hey, guys. Now, today, it's exactly, actually, we're recording this on the 31st, so it is, it is almost the end of January that is upon us. And it's crazy to think, I think it's flown by a little bit, this whole 2021 year is going pretty quickly. It's going quick. But it was only a month ago that a lot of people were like, these are the things I'm going to do to change my life around, whatever small things it may be. How are we looking is the real question, and what are we doing if we're trying to get back on track? Because <laughs> I've forgotten a couple of them, no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say I'm saying true Well, that's only things. natural. But yeah, you, you, you fall off a little bit. Yep. We, uh, we kind of forget things after a little while. We have attention deficit disorder, right? So exactly. what, are, what are we doing to get back on track? <laughs> so again, we've been talking about how to break through, how to get beyond those invisible barriers, those subconscious programs that are holding us back. When they pop up and they derail us, what are we talking about here again? We're talking about those emotions, those negative emotions that cause us to react like puppets on a string to the stimuli of life. And then what does that do? Our energy gets channeled into those patterns, those programs, and we don't have the energy going into the new self. We don't have the energy going into the new habits, the new programs that we're trying to form to be the new the new you. So today we're going to be talking about something we've said many times, but it's so important. We're going to we're going to come back to it. And it's all about finding our union with the source of life, finding our union with the whole of being. That holds an important key. We talk about communion. What is communion? It's coming into union with the divine. We talk about atonement, finding at one with the whole of life. And what does that do? That brings us into vibrational harmony with all the good that our heart desires. It brings us into vibrational alignment with who we want to be, the next best version of ourselves. It brings us into uh, vibrational attunement with all the good things that already exist. See, they're already here and now. The omnipresence of infinite possibilities of divine good exists here and now. But if we're not vibrationally attuned to them, if we're not in vibrational harmony with them, we've got our radio dial, we've got our TV set tuned to a different channel. The bad luck channel, the worrisome channel, whatever it is, we need to tune into the good luck channel. And how do we do that? Again, by unifying with the source divine presence. We call it God. We call it universal being. We call it infinite mind. Because when we do that, good starts flowing to us naturally. We don't have to make well-being and health come. That's the source mm. of it, the natural flow. Remember we've talked about this, Josh, when we talked about the, the chakras and the guru, when our energy flows freely. So we talk about it when we talk about the energy flowing through the chakras. We talk When the energy's flowing freely, when we're able to release all resistance, good finds us. And that's the secret here. Now, if we're not experiencing the omnipresence of good right now, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It means that we're not tuned into it. We're not a vibrational match with it. So we're not allowing it to flow to, through, in and as us. So the thing is, though, the literal and figurative bump in the road where if your car hit like a pothole and, you know, your tire falls off or something or whatever horrible thing happens... It's, it's, we've been talking about it, right? You could imagine it as if your car kept going down the road, you could have gotten into a worse accident and such. But it's not easy to remember that in the moment, and it's kind of hard for people to get over the hurdle of saying, God, life is treating me so poorly. I'm not in the source, and how will I ever get into the source? Because the source keeps on screwing me. It has to do with our 
inner alignment vibrationally. So again, when we're out of alignment, remember, as we sow, so shall we reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Every vibration we send out comes back to us in the mirror of life. So when things go awry, when bad things happen, it's a calling, a calling inward to connect with our source, to commune with the truth. So it's a call for recalibration. It's a call for vibrational alignment. And it's always a call to love. It's always a call to the light of our being because love is what we are. The source is love. Divinity is love. God is love. That's what we are. We're, so that's like the sun, and we're like sunbeams shooting forth from that sun. We carry that same kind and quality as the sun. Like we talked about it many times, the divine is the ocean. The source is the one ocean. And we're all the waves. Everything that's a thing is a wave that comes and goes. But when we only experience ourselves as the waves, looking at life at the surface level of consciousness, just at the top, beta brain waves, that's when we see accidents and problems and, and coincidences because we don't see the interconnectedness of all things. But when we sink down into the depths of our beings, we can begin to see it. It's funny you say that. I think I was telling you last week and a friend of mine called me. And he was saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see, you know, everything is a wave on the surface of the earth. But what he was saying on top of that is, like, I still don't get why bad stuff happens. If we're all one and we're all in the way in the ocean of one, how can there be bad waves if we're all the same? Right. Like, how could there be a bad wave? But you're right. That's just the surface of it. You yeah. can't see it as just right. that. But there's a bigger perspective to it. This is not the totality of life what we perceive through the limited senses of the phenomenal world. There's much bigger picture to it. And again, remember, as we come into this world, remember we talked about we need a polar, the energy needs to polarize. The energy of unity, positive and negative, come together, yin and yang. So what do we see? We call it good and bad. We call it in and out, up and down, left and right. You can't have one without the other. But, you know, sometimes what we see as good in one sense, someone sees as bad, and what we see as bad, someone sees as good. Mm. So when we polarize, we can get into this place where we're trying to unknowingly push away the bad so we can have the good. And what we end up doing unconsciously is feeding it. What we end up doing, on, remember we talked about, we don't, in our last podcast, we don't want to try to affect a healing mm. because we're focusing on the negative. We're focusing on the shadow instead of, Bringing the light, being the light, and knowing that well-being is our natural state, that health and vitality and harmony is here now, but we're not allowing it to flow because, because there's resistance to what is, and our energy is not flowing freely. So what we want to do is remember that at any moment, independent of the conditions outside of us, we can within us reconnect with source. And what happens when we do that? We come into union with wholeness. Remember, our awareness expands. From an individual, we yeah. go to a universal being, the perfect presence, the divine state of grace here and now. We come into and we experience our wholeness. We experience harmony, well-being, abundance, love, joy. We experience the genius, the brilliance of our true nature, independent of who we thought we were. This is connecting with what we truly are. We tune into and make ourselves receptive when we do that to the flow of good in our lives. So with connecting with Source, it's so easy to say, I want this job. I want to eat these chocolates right now. I really just <laughs> need this break in my life. Yeah, It's all material, material, material. 
it seems so hard to like <laughs> figure yourself out, right? Like to know thyself and sink down with source when everything in life that is quote unquote defined as good is material. Yes, yes, yes. We're so drawn out into the material world, right? So how so, do we get past material there? So there's a balance. Again, we've got one foot in the physical world, one foot in the energetic world. We're riding that bicycle. And it's always a balance. And for each of us, that balance is unique. So we find, we walk our own path. What we want to start doing is cultivating, turning within. Remember we talk about at the bookends of our day, hmm. formal meditation, sitting in the morning, sitting at night, and then moving meditation throughout the day. What does that mean? Just being conscious, being present, recalibrating our vibration throughout the day, setting that hourly chime on our watch or our phone. That reminds us to breathe, to come into the present moment, to be grateful, to fall in love with life again because what happens is we get lost in the stories in our mind and we're gone. We're not present. We're not even here. And when we're not here, life becomes dull, boring. How do we know thyself? We take time. We practice. It takes effort, not outwardly, but inwardly. It's not outer action. It's inner action. And quite honestly, it can be very challenging. It's, it's difficult to sit and be present and let everything go and enter that closet and close the door, fi figuratively speaking. You go within yourself and you still your mind and you're quiet. And then in that stillness, something happens. So knowing thyself means, we've talked about that many times. When we talked about be still and know, we talked about the power of stillness. Today, we want to remind you about the transformative power of love because love is what we are. Love is what divinity is. And so knowing thyself means to recognize, accept, but mostly to love yourself. As the Beatles said, love is all we need. You know, it sounds cliche and it sounds surface level, but, you know, from the physical level, it's like, wait, no, I need food, shelter, water, yeah. I need protection, you know, but... Honestly, what, when, what this is talking about is it's talking about the divine energetic level. It's connecting with source. It's communing with everything, the source of all good. And so it can flow to us unimpeded. So accepting, loving thyself. Everyone is challenged with this. That's why it's so important. Remember we talked about the subconscious programs, the little critic in your head that keeps telling you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not this enough, you're not okay just being who you are. You know, that little voice, that's the voice that tells you who you think you are. But it's not what you are. So you want to realize what you truly are. What you truly are is magnificent, is wonderful, is amazing, is just so special and worthy of every good because you're a child of divine light. And so what you want to begin realizing, and it's it's difficult these days because especially in the, in the last year or so, mm. there's been so much unknown, so much uncertainty, so much worry, so much to be worried and concerned about, you know, so much fear generated and then so much loss, so many family members, so many friends that it's difficult to remember that we're in a very dark space. And it's so important to remember that we are the ones who carry the light. We're the ones who must turn on the light. Otherwise, we stay in darkness. We live in darkness. So love is light. Love's pure light. That's what we want to remind. This is the reminder today to begin to feel, deliberately feel, the love and the joy of just being. Mm. The love and joy of being. So loving yourself. Here, let's just do a little, a quick little exercise so that we just kind of remember this. And whenever you're feeling stressed, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, whenever you're feeling hurt, whenever you're feeling angry, if you can remember this, just 
take a moment to do this. And all you do is you close your eyes for a moment and you place your hand over your heart and you feel through your hand the energy of your words resonating deep within you as if they were spoken from the divine within you to you. So it's, it's what you are speaking to who you know yourself to be. All you do is just, just say, even though I feel, and whatever the negative emotion is, hurt, betrayed, anxious, fearful, depressed, whatever it may be, even though I feel this negative emotion, I deeply and completely love and accept myself just the way I am. And you feel that. And you repeat it again until you can genuinely feel it. I deeply and completely love and accept myself just the way I am. And it seems silly. It seems foolish. Like, well, who cares, right? No, you really want to take the time to feel that emotion, to feel that vibration. That vibration connects you with the source of all good. That vibration unifies you with the radiance and the brilliance and the magnificence of what you are. And it brings to you all that your heart truly desires. But you need to feel it. You need to tune into it. You need to set that dial on your radio and tune into that channel of love, that channel of joy. Now, if you struggle with that, if you can't feel love for yourself, then imagine that you're holding yourself as a baby. So imagine yourself as a baby, pure, innocent, beautiful, and you hold yourself as a baby. And now holding your little self in your arms, look at your little self and say with feeling, genuine, honest from your heart, I deeply and completely love and accept you just the way that you are. And look at how amazing that little baby is. Look at how just, oh, just radiant, beautiful, magnificent, wonderful you truly are. Now that's the way that source sees you always. That's the way that God or, or divine good sees you always. And when you see yourself that way, when you begin to see yourself the way the divine sees you, you unify with the source of all good. You fall in love with life. And everything becomes brighter. Life lights up. Everything becomes sacred. This is what it means to be born again. You're renewed in the miracle of life. To be born again, nothing changes outside of you. You're the one who changed. You become, like Mahatma Gandhi says, you be the change. You become the vibration of love. Love's pure light. And as a result, that's what you feel. That's what begins to shine forth from you. And this is what it truly means to know thyself. To know thyself is to recognize your true self as one with all that is. It's not self-improvement. It's not trying to improve the fictitious self, the ego, and try and learn new skills and develop this. And Well, once I do this, then I'll be lovable. Once I can achieve that, then I'll be great. You're already great. You're already more magnificent than you could ever imagine. You were created that way. But we've forgotten ourselves. That's the thing. We know, hardly any of us know the true self. Mm. And even when we begin to know the self... It's infinite. So that knowing is an eternal adventure. That, that coming to remember the truth goes on and on and on because we're infinite beings. 
So the question is, and I know that I've been asking material this, material that, everything's been related to materials, but love is so, and I feel as though anytime I say love, there will be a lyric to some song afterwards, <laughs> because everybody sings about this. Yeah. And when most people sing about it, it's love, the love one other person, right, the or romantic personal love. love. Romantic and love. How do you get past when you hold someone's hand that you care about, or even if you kiss someone you care about, you feel something? How do we get past that? Because a lot of people are like, I need love. Right. Not right, self-love. Right. I need love from someone else because I, need you, I your feel love. that. Right. I, I feel that, and I'm feeling it. It has to be real, so I want a, that feeling. It's a great question. It's a great question. Now, in life, we don't need to necessarily get past it. We want we want that love. We want to feel love for everyone, and we want oh, that intimacy. Yeah. We, want, we want community. We want loving relationships. We're here to experience all of that. That's what we're here to give and, and to experience. But what happens, Josh, as you said, we become addicted to it and we think it's coming from that person over there. And so we try to possess that person. Mm. We try and manipulate that person. We try and control that person. Why? So that we can get this hit called love. We can, we can be filled with it. Now, the key is it doesn't ever come from anyone or anything outside of us. Remember, life is like a mirror. We only feel, want, love is a one-way street. We only feel it when we're giving it. We only feel it on the outflow. Now, just imagine, right? We could have a family member or a friend and they're depressed and we, there could be 20 of us in a room, you know, beaming love at this person and it's very possible that they don't feel any of that love at all. Why? Because they're not in love. They're not connected with source. Mm. They're not in the their heart center. So... It doesn't, it looks like it comes from outside. Well, I want you to love me. I want yeah. the world to love me. Everybody love me. But it doesn't. It comes from within us. And when, when we, again, when we can take the time, sacred timeouts, when we talk about meditating and, and praying in the morning and at night, where we just take a sacred timeout and we commune with Source, where we come into union with Source, we begin to feel that love. We begin to feel the joy of being. We fall in love with just being. And that begins to fill us up so that then that's what overflows. And then we just, that's the feeling, that's the vibration, that's the energy, and it just goes out. So our love then lights up the world. Our love lights up our families, our homes, our communities, our countries, and our world naturally effortlessly from the inside out it's an inner light okay so and yes because and it's funny because everybody says you got to love yourself before you <laughs> love on your nose so i i get that yeah. too but it's it's so interesting when you put your whole heart again i'm using love in the the singer songwriter sense when you put your yeah, heart yeah. into someone completely like no one else could ever love you the same way you do so we're talking about source right so <laughs> What does it mean to offer every action that you do to the source, right? Or to the divine? Right. What, right. what does that mean? Yeah, you know, we say, whatever I do, I do for you. We're talking to the yeah. divine, right? Because the divine loves us. The God loves us. Universal being loves us more than we could ever love ourselves, more than we could ever love anyone. Like, if you think of who you love most in this world mm. right now, someone in our family, if you have children, usually it's a child or a family member, mm. sibling or a close friend, or some Sometimes it's your pet. It might be your dog or yeah. your cat. I mean, you just, the, what, the, the person you love most in this world, think about that for a moment, and then allow yourself to feel how much you love them. And it may be more than one person, maybe your children, your whole family or whole group. 
and imagine how much you love them. And now, now really feel how much you love them. Imagine that feeling being multiplied by a thousand. And that isn't even beginning to touch the way the divine loves you, each of us. You know, we talk about living in the light, walking in the light, as you're saying, everything we do, we, we do in a state of grace, in, in a state of presence. Everything I do, I do for you, the divine. What does that mean? What does it mean to walk, to be walking with God? What does that even mean? What does it mean to seek first the kingdom where all good is added unto you? It means to live in union with the source. It means to live as one with the whole of life, here and now. We remember love is what we are. It's here that we realize that everyone and everything is this one life, appearing in different forms. Now let's just look at the world and look at polarity and look at I versus you, us versus them. That the being that you love the most your child, your parent, your sibling, your friend, your pet, the being you love the most is the divine. It's the one. It's the water that's in every wave. It, we're all filled with that same energy. We're all filled with the same loving presence. It's divine. And that light, that love, that energy, that water, that H2O fills you, and it fills that wave, and it fills the, every everything that's a thing, every one that's here, everything that's a thing is a wave. And so when we realize, when we remember... What Now we're sinking down into the yeah. depths of that ocean, remembering our union with all of life. Now we realize that everyone and everything is that one life, appearing in different forms, all waves upon the surface. And the challenge is that we're so conditioned to judge one another, or to strengthen our false sense of self, or to try to possess one another. We forget that life is like a mirror, and we only judge ourselves. And when we, when we judge another, what do we do? We cut ourselves off from the unity of being, from the divine, from the source of all good. We cut ourselves off from that stream of energy that's coming to us effortlessly, bringing health and, and vitality and well-being, bringing abundance and prosperity, bringing genius and creativity, bringing love and joy. We cut ourselves off as we sit in judgment of another. So here's the final hurdle then that uh, is brewing. You're right. Uh, ever since the beginning of our lives, it we first off, good and bad is defined to us, right? This is good. This is bad. And the big expression that always goes around is you have to be yourself in life. But we do live in a system where people have taught us to be like, oh, no, you want to be that person in life or you want to be that you. But not you, because that is what you are going to be in life. So, one, how do you stop thinking you, 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 and just me, 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 and accepting the love for yourself? And how do you hold yourself to everything else and then take everything else away so it is just you? Because we're surrounded by everyone yeah. else no, constantly. Again, yeah, and again, every we are one. So the love we feel in ourselves, the light we find in ourselves, that energy is in everyone and everything. It's like there's trillions of cells in your one body. Hmm. And yet when I say, hi, how are you? Which cell answers? Yeah. They all answer in unison. And what we want, what we're here to do is to remember what we are in unison, the love and the light, the truth of our being together. So again, it's a balance that, that's found, the inner and the outer. But just a slight reminder that self-acceptance through self-love is the key that allows us to give love because we're just being it. We unify with it and it just shines. 
and that's the true essence. That's the true gift of our being. What we are is that which we seek. You're, you're already what you want. We're already what we're looking for. But remember, we're here to find that in each other. So as we're being love, as we're being joy, as we're being connected with sources, we're being abundant, then we're giving that, we're, we're expressing that, we're sharing that with everyone, everything. It's the, Self-love is the key that frees you from self-judgment. It's our judgment of ourself. Remember that little voice that's yeah. talking about, it's not talking about what you truly are, it's telling you about who you think you are. Remember we always say who you are is the problem, who you are is the bundled of conditioned reflexes in the, in the subconscious mind. That's what is always being judged by you. You're judging yourself. Self-judgment, that inner critic, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough. Well, I can't forgive myself for this, I didn't do this or I did that. And all that becomes a moot point. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness when you realize you're only ever forgiving yourself for hiding your light. Because in the light of truth, we're all one. So feeling that sense of of love for self, feeling that sense of self-acceptance, that's what self-realization is all about. That's what knowing thyself is all about. And it frees you from self-judgment. Self-judgment then projects out in the mirror of life, and now you're judging everyone and everything. You're really judging yourself, right? If life is a mirror, Hmm. what are you judging? What you don't like about humanity, what you don't accept in your own self, in others. And when you free yourself from that, you now become a receptive channel again through which the infinite divine good that eternally is here and now may find expression through you. It flows to you. It comes to you. Good things come to you. When you hold yourself apart from nothing, the good in everything finds its way to you. It's funny how in All You Need Is Love, the song is never referring to another person, right? It's referring to all you need is love and about the things that are possible when you Mm -hmm. have love. It's not the love of someone else. It is just that universal divine source, source of one love right there. Which right, is- right. And, and, you know, when we talk about, remember we talked about a little earlier today, if you have a, when you're doing that little exercise, putting your hand over your heart and saying, I, lo- I, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. As silly as that may seem, do it. Know it. Bring that vibration up in you. And if you have difficulty in it, we talked about see yourself as a baby. Hmm. Right? Why? Because a baby is non-judging. You look in a baby's eyes, they're not judging you. Yeah. They accept you completely the way you are. Yeah. That's why you love them. That's why it's so easy for you to open up and be vulnerable. That's why the heart, it just opens up and it's like, it's just present with, yeah. the, with the baby. Because the baby is love. Hmm. And all of us are those babies. All of us are those children. No matter how old we may think we are or how young we may think we are, we're all that child of the divine light. And when we can take the time to have these sacred timeouts, when you feel stress, when someone says something that puts you down, when someone, when you see something that makes you afraid, you get frightened because of what you see in the news, what you read on the internet, and that critic, that story pops up, that subconscious programming pops up, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, or how dare they, or you, or you take a defensive stance, defend to, what is defending yourself? It's all about drawing an outline around that fictitious wave and reinforcing your identity as, an, as a separate individual 
And what does it do? It separates you from the ocean. It separates you from the source of all good. So when that happens, bring your awareness within and feel how much you love yourself, how loved you truly are by the source, how worthy you are, how magnificent you are. You're a being that is just wonderful, brilliant, magnificent. And anything less than that is not the truth mm. about what you truly are. Choose not to believe that. Choose instead to know thyself, which is a loving being of pure light. And when you do, you set yourself free. You don't feed the program. You don't go off into la-la land and go to sleep and just react. You don't have to be defensive. Mm. You don't have to be attacking. You don't have to feel hurt. Mm. Feeling hurt is a choice. We don't normally know that. We just think, oh, well, who wouldn't feel bad after what that person said or what that person did? We either choose the illusion of separation and suffer in darkness, or we choose the union of being. We choose communion with loving presence, with God, with divine source here and now. And that's what fills us. And that's what begins to radiate from us. And that's what lights us from within. And that's where the joy comes from. The joy of being, the love of life, the miracle of just being alive. And now, the simplest thing. Now we're just washing the dishes. We're taking out the trash. We're shoveling the driveway. We're doing the mundane things of life. But they're joyful. They're joyous. Why? Because we're in love with life again. Perfect. Well, thank you for that, Ted. Uh, the big thing that I was going to say is that you were mentioning um, the exercises earlier on. And uh, the real you, if you go to that website, you could find Jumping on Water, which is Ted's book, which he was reading from right there at the beginning. So check out the realyou.net, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-U.net to check out the book there. And also to uh, go back to the AHA journaling, see other content we do, sign up for the newsletter. And this was the Real You podcast. So thank you for tuning into it. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. But the most important thing is not just tuning into the podcast, tuning into the Real You. Thank you. This program is copyrighted in 2021 by Chrysalis Point. Thanks for listening.